0: hey guys welcome back to finding the good it's emma again today i want to talk about how i cope with having anxiety slash my mental health journey but you know the drill before we do that i want to talk about a positive and a negative of my life currently so i would say the negative right now is that the weather is changing i absolutely love summer i love the warm weather I am someone who is always warm, I'm a warm body, I love wearing shorts and tank tops, so when the weather changes and it's more cloudy out, I'm simply just not a fan. My mood is not high as usual, and I don't know, it's just not the best time of the year for me, the changing into getting colder, but I know my body will get used to it and I will adapt to the new new change in the season. And then my positive, I would say, is that I got to see my dear friend Zoe. I went to Iowa City. We had nice, a relaxing weekend that was much needed and I don't know. It was just amazing to catch up with her. So that was my positive. So, let's get into this podcast. So, I have anxiety and I have had it for around like 4 years ish. I think It was around my junior year of high school when I got diagnosed with generalized anxiety. And this was simply because I think I had it my whole life, but it really started to stand out junior year with the hybrid schedule, which was like go to school one day and then you're online the next because of COVID happening and we couldn't go every single day. And this was just a change of my learning style, which I was not used to, nor was anyone else. So it was a lot harder for me to learn because I'm someone who likes that face-to-face interaction and also likes, like, the hands-on kind of stuff. Well, some days were amazing having it, like, online because it was easier, but it definitely was an adjustment getting into. So that definitely was a huge factor of kind of raising my anxiety because I would get overwhelmed with everything that I had to do and I was just very scared and just very anxious. So I did start seeing a psychologist and uh, she prescribed me this like lower dose of meds. I'm pretty sure I'm still on it. It's called veniflaxine and she was giving me helpful hints which helped a lot and just someone to talk to getting through kind of that everyday life. And then, also, I was just going through the motions of life, learning what works for me, what doesn't, having, like, a quiet area to work in, writing a list. Writing a list has helped me so much throughout the years. A, because I like to be organized, but writing a list makes me realize, okay, like, the list really isn't as big as I pictured in my head because you're getting it on paper and you're just putting it on. So that helped so much writing a list. I definitely recommend doing that. Even if you aren't having like anxiety or any other mental health illness that's happening, just writing a list helps tremendously so you don't forget, you're organized and it just makes you realize that maybe the list isn't as bad as you thought or maybe it's bigger than you thought and you do have to start sooner with it. So that happened and I want to say like it wasn't like terrible or anything. I mean, some days were rough and I'd get super overwhelmed, but I kind of learned that's where my positivity, positive journey started, where I really learned how that I needed to be positive because being positive helps so much. And I think I had some more self-doubt and I learned each week that I would find a quote and have that quote relate for the week. So that's kind of where my journey with quotes I also started and each experience kind of shapes you in a way. So now I absolutely, I am a quotes god, like I am a goddess when it comes to any quotes, like I probably say so many quotes in every single day because so many quotes can have so much power to them. Whether it's like you're becoming the best version of yourself one day at a time, everything happens for a reason, like so many little things in my life just help me get through kind of the darker or the tough times to get you through the day. And even if I'm not in this tough time, it just simply gets me through the day or gets others through the day around me. So I think that helps so much. Having like a quote or something that resonates with you to like give you that little extra motivation or extra boost. And also being positive. If you're saying like, I'm not going to do well on this exam. I'm going to fail or... I'm simply like, you're just not happy, or like something, it doesn't even have to relate to school. But if you're self doubting, like something around you, I can't run these five miles, the word I can't is going to get stuck in your head, and you simply are going to stop because you feel like you literally can't. So if you tell yourself, I can do this, I am going to pass this exam, I am going to run this distance. You will be able to do it because you believe in yourself and you have that mindset that you can do it because you are the one that has to push yourself. There can be others around you that kind of lead you in that direction, but at the end of the day, it's simply just you, yourself, and I, well, you know what I mean. So having that positively, positive, I cannot say that word today, being positive is going to help so much. And then now we're getting into my senior year. Everything's, I would say, going good. Like, there's nothing, like, intense or anything like that that I can think of at the top of my head. Just learning what works for me. And working out, also, I learned, helps so, so much because it clears your head. It's, working out has so much power to it. It helps a lot physically, but honestly, it helps just as much mentally that people don't realize. Literally, walking 30 minutes a day can help you in so many ways. 30 minutes is not bad at all. Grab your phone, call someone. It takes that time away or put on some music. It will go by so much quicker. And it doesn't have to be a walk. It can be yoga. It can be a run, a bike, lifting. Anything that is going to kind of get you in a sweat, move the blood flow get the joints moving all that stuff will happen and it will benefit you so much and then kind of going along with that is that yoga yoga helps calm my mind down and just because you can't do kind of two things at once I can't be anxious and focus on doing yoga or something like that so distracting your mind because You just got to distract that mind sometimes or doing like breath work, like some meditation, even if it's like five minutes, because let me tell you, doing for more than five minutes is kind of hard to focus. So like a five minute just breath work to focus and get your breath under control. And those thoughts where you're anxious will kind of disappear because you're focused on something else, which is very important. Okay, and then. I've also learned over the years not to be ashamed of having anxiety at all. It's just a part of me and while it does suck sometimes a lot to honestly, but it kind of it shapes who you are because through all of this anxiety I've learned like I love quotes and working out helps me mentally so much. So sometimes I need a break and just go move my body or someone to talk to and thinking more positive. So that helps so much. And while you don't wish you have it, it kind of shapes who you are. And I think anyone shouldn't, like, they shouldn't be ashamed to talk about their illness with someone else. Because it's nothing to be ashamed of. And even if you don't have an illness and you just have some, like, low minor anxiety or depression or something else just going on in your life, it's nothing to be ashamed of at all, because everyone is going through something. I always believe that, because you're always going to have something in your life that's not really working out the best for you, but when you talk about it, it honestly makes you feel so much better, because you realize that you're not alone, and other people are also going through stuff. So, I love talking to, like, my friends and my parents just about kind of what I'm going through sometimes because they know how to deal with me if I'm having like a rough day they know how to cheer me up and give me that motivation and give me that strength and my parents they always tell my tell me that they're always going to answer the phone no matter what time of the day so I know I have that support from them and I know I can always call for like call them and have support and trust from them and I know they're not going to judge me at all because getting through some of the tough times are they're simply going to make you tougher which is amazing like I want to be tougher every single day which I am and then while I'm away at college I have a few friends that I go to like they know how to greet me like one of my friends Campbell she literally reads me like a book she knows if I'm having a rough day just by simply looking at me or even if the way I'm texting which is unbelievable because sometimes I don't even realize it and she'll check in on me and Sometimes having a friend like that makes a huge impact because you know that person is your safe place. You know you can go to them to just get you through the day and I have many other friends like that as well but she came to my head because I have shared so much with her and we've gone through so much together and it builds our relationship even stronger. Another one is that it is okay to cry. I think crying as I feel, I feel like society makes it so, like, if you cry, you are so weak. And I do not believe that at all. Crying, for me, I'm a huge crier. i probably cry, like, twice a week, if I'm being honest. Sometimes even more. But sometimes it's not even, like, a huge, like, mental breakdown or anything, like, super high, like, serious. Even if it was, it's okay to cry. But sometimes a cry might simply last, like, four minutes. Like, it is okay There's nothing wrong with crying. You're getting all of those emotions that were built up gone. They're releasing. So that is amazing because you're getting all those emotions out. You're getting them out of your body, which helps so much, and it makes me feel so much better after. So don't ever be ashamed of crying. Crying is for strong people, I personally think. Okay, another thing that helps my anxiety is journaling because it's kind of a way like crying. So maybe if you're not like a huge cryer, or like an emotional person, journaling might be for you because you're getting all those thoughts built up on paper. You're getting all those like that negative energy out of your head and you're putting it on paper and it's gone. You don't have to remember it because it's on that paper. So that definitely helps me and I'll do another like episode on how I journal because some people don't even know where to start and I started journaling, I want to say, like, senior year of high school. One of my cross-country coaches, she kind of got me into it through, like, doing, like, the workouts, journaling about those and how they went, and then I started just doing about how I'm feeling, or I mostly do journal when I am more upset or overwhelmed or just very anxious, but I also do do it, like, when I'm at like a high of my life, and I'm very grateful, because you need to do, you need to experience the highs and lows, which is kind of another one, which is life is a wave. I think there's highs and lows of life, there definitely is, so you got to remember that like a wave is a high, there's high parts of a wave, and there's low parts, and there's a middle part, and you're not always gonna last in that low part of the wave, and you're not always gonna last in the high part of the wave either, so you just got to remember that each day is a great opportunity to experience whatever part of the wave you're on and just remember that tomorrow is a new day and you will get through it. Okay, another thing I absolutely love is listening to music or a podcast, which kind of is also why I made this podcast because I love talking to myself and just getting my thoughts out, whether it's literally that nobody watches this or listens to it or that anything like that it just makes me feel so much better because I can try to help one person even if it's myself because I just love talking myself and sometimes just either making a podcast or listening to podcast, you just don't feel alone as much which is so important because you are never alone you are never alone and music is the same way because your thoughts kind of you just you're kind of in the zone of the music, which helps a lot as well. Okay, another one is that I am in therapy, and this is also something to not be ashamed of at all. I think society also says that therapy is bad, it's for the weak, and I think we need to really change these society standards, because it is not for the weak at all. It's someone to talk to, and someone just to vent to about your whole life, and it's someone that you don't have to know personally that you might hurt their feelings or something like that. It's someone that's going to help you. They want to help you. And I think it's also important to note that I did see a therapist the end of last year, yeah, in March, April, we'll say, of 2023, and I tried it, and I did not like it. It made me feel worse after, but then I tried another one in August of 2023, so like, Three months ago and I loved her like she was awesome she was amazing she gave me so many helpful hints and stuff like that so it's important to remember that each person is different what you hear from one person might not work but going to another person might work amazing and that is awesome because everyone has a different role in society and the other therapist that I didn't like well she didn't resonate with me she's gonna resonate with someone else because Every person's different and every single day is different. So you just got to remember that. And something my therapist told me is that I have a fear of the unknown, which is so true because that's kind of where my anxiety kicks in the most because I don't know what to expect in the future because while everyone does this, everyone nobody knows what to expect. I am just a very anxious person when it comes to the future because I don't really know anything, which is normal because nobody knows anything. Nobody has their life put together. But then my brain kind of clicks and it's like, oh no, like, this isn't going right or something like that. Because I don't really know what I want to do with my career in the future. I don't know where I want to live or like, where will I live? And like, even something simple like a class that I'm in, like, am I going to pass this class? Yes, you're going to pass this class, but... Those anxious thoughts kind of just take over and you just get very nervous. Or like, who am I going to marry? Who am I going to marry? But I don't need to worry about that right now. I'm literally 20 and I have different goals in my life right now that don't involve that. And that's perfectly okay. Because I'm at a different point than everyone else I know in my life. And that's normal. Like, it's okay that you are and you should be because you are your own self. You are your own individual. And to get go along with this it's sometimes, like, you need to ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? What is the worst? Because you will realize that some of the things that you worry about the most, really, they don't matter as much as you think. And yes, it's hard, but they really don't matter. Like, what if I don't do good on this test? What's the worst that happens is maybe it lowers your grade, but in five years, is that going to matter? Absolutely not. It's not going to matter one single bit. You're not even going to remember that you didn't do the best on that exam or their homework assignment or anything like that. So I think that is just important to realize that just to ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? And is this going to affect me in five years? And most likely the answer probably is going to be no. Obviously, there's different scenarios for everything, but most likely it's probably not. And sometimes you just have to go through those thoughts to remember that it's really not that bad. And then another thing I'm kind of wrapping up soon, but it's that your body needs breaks. You need breaks in your life, which I do struggle with because I am a person that likes to go, go, go. I am always on the move. I'm always doing something So I still do struggle with this because sometimes I am on the go so much and then I just like hit a wall. I'm like, wow, like, wow, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm just like, I'm dead. Like, I need sleep. So I'm trying to work on making it so I'm not as much like on the go and I kind of put breaks aside just so I can breathe. Whether that's maybe only working out like, Five days a week, or going to bed even sooner. Like, that's okay. I went to bed at 9 30 last night. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Or if you just want to have a chill night, there is nothing wrong with that at all because your body needs rest, your mind needs rest. Every part of you just sometimes needs a break from life and to reset. Okay, the last one I have is the friend aspect. You need to have people that are truly there for you that are going to help you and be a huge aspect of your life which i have learned so much throughout the years that having friends who truly want you to get better and truly are there for you i have many friends in my life that i can go to if i'm crying i know they're going to help me get better and they truly do want me to get better and i've learned that some friends in my life they don't really do that role and That's kind of when you know that they're not necessarily like a true friend. I don't want to say that because sometimes people aren't really the best at like comforting. But sometimes those kind of people in your life you need to distance yourself from. Because if they're not really making you feel better or anything like that, there's no point to have them in your life. There is no point. Friends do come and go. People do come and go. Not everybody was made to be your best friend for life while there is some others aren't. I do believe that friends come in your life when you need them and when you don't, you kind of, you leave them. And that's kind of like a relationship. You might date someone and it might not work out and you break up and that person came in your life when you needed them the most, or maybe not even the most. They came in your life when you needed them and it kind of ended when you needed to go a different path or something like that. Like You didn't necessarily need them. And that's like the same as friends. You don't always need all these friends in your life, I do believe. And while having a many friends is amazing, I'd rather have friends that are truly want me to get better and are by my side and I feel myself around. Because if you don't feel yourself, they're not they're not right for you. And that is okay because there's so many friends that are perfect for each. Not perfect because I don't believe in perfect, but there's so many friends out there that have a different connection to each other and sometimes you just need that so I'm not really sure if that made sense but it made sense in my head but that is about it for this one I think that if you are ever struggling with mental health there's nothing to be ashamed of at all I'm always here to talk because I'm not ashamed of it it's a part of who I am and it shapes every aspect of my life Well, I don't wish it upon anyone to have it because I don't wish I had it, but it shapes who I am today and I've learned so much and I have grown so much as well. So remember that bad days don't last forever. The sun will come out tomorrow. There is light at the end of the tunnel and that life is a wave. There's going to be highs of a wave. There's going to be lows. There's going to be middle parts and you will get through it. Just tell yourself that you will because I know you all can. And if you're having a bad day, that is okay. Because you will change the world in one way or another. Bye, guys.